shattered to unbreakable. Listen here, sweet sister. Whether you think you have one little crack or you are shattered into a billion pieces, this podcast is going to give you the resources, tools, and skills to help piece yourself back together to form a beautiful, unique, solid, and unbreakable masterpiece. You are listening to Shattered to Unbreakable, the Reclaim podcast. Let's talk. All right, everybody. Welcome to another podcast, Shattered to Unbreakable. And we're so excited for season two. And we're in this series of The Warrior because I'm all about start fights or something. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) But I'm fighting everything and everyone right now. So you're just on this journey with me of fighting people. Yes. Yeah. Or not really people. Well, yeah, sometimes. Anyways, today... We are talking about spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. This has been a topic that I've been passionate about since I was like 16. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but when people try to use God in such a way that actually contradicts his message, Mm -hmm. I tell you, nothing fires me up more than that. I hate it. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Things that I hate. (laughs) (laughs) And... Like, the thing that when I first thought about, okay, what what is this podcast going to be about? The first thing that came through my head was religions ruin religion, Christians ruin Christianity, mm-hmm. churches ruin church. I mean, everything that's put in place that's meant to strengthen your relationship with God mm-hmm. and your purpose in life ruins it for everything. It's just like people are misusing our tools. Yeah. So... You had some really good examples that I loved. Like, I was telling Aubrey about this, and she's like, quote, quote, quote. I was like, you have to say all those things. So one of my favorite ones that you said was about the country club. Yes. So it's not, I would love to claim it, but I can't. I didn't come up with it. So um, I was watching an Instagram reel or something, and he said that church is meant to be a hospital for sinners, not a country club for saints. I love that. (laughs) Yes. And we like, I feel not every church. Okay. We're not, I'm not bashing all of the churches. I have a great home church. I'm very happy in, but, um, largely it seems like when somebody really broken walks into church, people are like, Oh, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Looking for Jesus. What are you doing here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and the whole insulting, bless her heart. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that, that not really. That is actually one of my favorite phrases, but not ever to use in church. Bless it's... her. <laughs> yes, not in church. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then there was one about Beethoven, which I think is like, a fantastic quote <laughs> because it really personifies what I was feeling. So, yes. Yeah. So I can't claim this one either. Um, again, Instagram. I was probably on Instagram too much this week. <laughs> but anyway, um, so he said, you know, if somebody, you're listening to somebody play Beethoven and they play it poorly, you don't blame Beethoven. You blame the player. That's right. So, but so often in our culture, when somebody is a poor representation of Christ, we blame Christ. Yeah. But that's not really where the blame lies. That lays with that person who is not representing Christ or his message appropriately. I love that. Every time now when I see somebody like not being a, like a truly good Christian, I'm mm-hmm. just going to be like, Beethoven is rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> you are not playing God well. <laughs> you 
you're making the song That's terrible. actually how he said it, playing Christ. So anyway. Um, <laughs> yes, I love those, both of those. And it drives me crazy when people start using the Bible and just throwing it around like spiritual warfare, like throwing Bible verses at people mm-hmm. where it really doesn't need to happen. Yeah. I've seen so many times where somebody's actually... And I, I like to use the word condemn, like somebody's condemning somebody and they're like, it states in mm-hmm. Hebrews 17, 210,000 that you <laughs> are totally not being whatever right now. Like, yeah, it's, it's there's it's first of all, most people misinterpret the Bible. Mm-hmm. It was not written in our time for our time. It was written so long ago in a different context Mm -hmm. in a different way of writing by different people talking to different people so if you don't understand what the scriptures are talking about and you're not actually educated in that you're going to misinterpret the bible yeah that's not to say we shouldn't read it but it is to say like don't be using it against your fellow man Mm -hmm. like that's not what it's for and in my own this is my opinion so just like everything else on this podcast <laughs> I believe that scripture should be used to hold yourself accountable, not somebody else. Like yeah. and you were making a good point earlier. It doesn't mean you shouldn't call people out and I like to say call people up. Yeah. Um to a different level, but like you were saying when you call someone out or call them up, you're doing it in a loving way that's not a condemnation way. It's it's not like you're pointing your finger at them like you need to do this and you need to do that. It's like a, hey, are you okay? Yeah. Because you're not really acting like I know you have in the past. You're going on a different route. You're you're hurting me. Yeah. Or you're hurting people. Yeah. Or sometimes you have to set boundaries because somebody's hurting you. Mm-hmm. That's a different kind of calling out instead of just throwing Bible verses and saying, you're a terrible person. Yeah. You're trash. We can't, we can't be around you until you're a Christian or whatever. I don't know where I'm going with that, but that's just what comes up for me. Like when I read the Bible, there are things that I feel like it's calling me out or up, Yeah, but that's me. Like we should be able to examine ourselves a little bit better. Yes. And I, I feel like, um, it's not our job to, um, to convict people of their sin. Right. Um, like that's the Holy Spirit's job. So stay in your lane. Yeah, I love that. Like that's not, that's not what we're called to do, but it is in the Bible that we should, um, like our, our other Christ followers, if we notice that they're like falling off the wagon or whatever to like, like you said, call up and be like, Hey, so this is like, I'm noticing some behavior and I'm a little concerned about this, Mm -hmm. but it's the same as anything else. Right. Like if we take, um, faith beliefs aside, I've been married for over 11 years. So if Brandy and I are out and I start like flirting with the waiter or something that's inappropriate for me to do as a married woman, I would hope that Brandy would be like, Hey, what you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Call me to a better standard, the standard that I should be upholding as a married woman. Yes. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and I totally would. Yes. Unless he was really cute and rich. No, just joking. (laughs) Just kidding, Clint. I would never. I would never. (laughs) Okay, so yes, Clint, I promise I will will be good and we will be good. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, But my point in all of this was to say, let's stop using the Bible against each other. Mm -hmm. 
that's a part of spiritual warfare that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. And let's start using our Christianity for what it was supposed to be. I mean, Jesus was the one who said, he who is not guilty can throw the first stone. Mm -hmm. And that is my favorite scripture because that translated in any time or language or, or background or talking to whoever is, if you are perfect, go ahead and judge everybody else. Yep. But if you're not, shut up, sit down, <laughs> stay in your lane, like be an example. Don't try to make everyone else be an example. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. And where we're at is break time. <laughs> so we have a really awesome sponsor. We're going to take a break and hear from them. And then we'll be right back to talk about my favorite stuff, women and fighting. <laughs> It's so spicy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like me, you are starting to notice some fine lines and wrinkles, maybe a few age spots, sunspots, pigment differences, and maybe some spots on yourself you don't really want to be that hairy. <laughs> I would love for you to check out Crystal Vision's Med Spa in Loveland. They help with high-powered technical lasers to remove hair, help with rosacea. They do acne treatments, tattoo removals. They have micro-needling, body sculpting, and they also specialize in Reiki. At Crystal Visions Med Spa, they are committed to quality. They utilize the state-of-the-art laser technology to offer you high-quality services and results. Whether you're seeking treatment for your skin or body, they're committed to assisting you with state-of-the-art technologies and high-quality personal service to help you achieve your goals. Your one-stop shop for beauty and anti-aging services is Crystal Visions Med Spa in Loveland. And we're back. <laughs> And as promised, I'm getting spicy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start all soft and delicate and then I'm going to build. Okay. 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 So I'm sure many of you know I am Catholic and there is a priest who does a whole lot of really great content as far as like he does Bible in a year readings on a podcast. He does catechism in a year readings on a podcast. If you're a Catholic, you better read that catechism or you're not a good Catholic. Catholics are ruining Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that being said, um, Father Mike, <laughs> he is not ruining anything. He's amazing. And he, when I was going through the Bible in a Year podcast, he talks about many different areas that God talks about women in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And he points out that so many times in the Bible where we think that it's talking about women kind of in a poor manner, actually women were treated very, very poorly, very, very poorly as property. Mm -hmm. And yeah. in the Bible, each time he references women, he's actually freeing them from yeah. whatever was going on. So sometimes when the Bible's talking about rules for women, the women need to do this, the women need to do that. Actually, it was more like a freedom thing. Mm -hmm. Like he was like, women can do this. Women can do that. And you should not do this to a woman or you should make sure that you're not misusing them or mistreating mm -hmm. them. And so uh, Father Mike was making mention of God's adoration for mm. women and like how how sacred they are to him and how beautiful they are to him. And I love in the Bible how it talks so many times about the women were ministering to Jesus. Mm -hmm. It tells it says that all the time. And then I was trying to look it up, but the only thing I could see was that the only people who ministered to Jesus were women and angels. In yeah. fact, the only time he really listened to men were just in the synagogues at church while they were preaching or reading from the scrolls. Mm -hmm. Other than that, guys, Jesus was trying to get away from the men. Do you know how many <laughs> times he had to go up on the mountain and pray? 
<laughs> and he even said one time, God, how much longer do I have to stay with these people? Like his his friends, <laughs> his disciples. He's like, ugh. I, so side note, just I like my tangents. Um, I saw like this meme, like nobody talks about Jesus' miracle of having 12 close friends in his 30s. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so anyway. Yes, and, and a lot of them had no faith. And yeah. they were like fighting over who's going to be the best one, you know? Yeah. And so I just think it was funny how Jesus actually said, it's one of my favorite passages, like, <laughs> God, how much longer do I have to stay with these men? Like, how much longer must I be here with them? <laughs> Torture. So I just think that's funny because he never said that about the women. Yeah. He And so it says multiple times, the women ministered to him. I just love that. I just love it. I just love it. And there's women when he's on his way to the cross. Three different times he sees his mom mm-hmm. and they make like it's so important. There are 10 stations of the cross in the Catholic faith for just like contemplation of what he went through in the passion. 10 stations and three of them are women. And, and it's like the focus is on the woman. Mm-hmm. So the first one is God sees or Jesus sees his mom. The second one is Veronica wipes his face. And the third one is he consoles or comforts the weeping women mm-hmm. who are crying for him. So it to me, I am a woman though, <laughs> I'm biased. I appreciate the immense love and respect for women that our faith has. Mm-hmm. And so that being said, I feel like what the biggest weapons are in Christianity, obviously evil is going to want that eliminated. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that women get so catty and we really don't have to be. Yeah. And you had said something about remembering where the fight is. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's hurtful, right? Like somebody says something and it, and it hurts you. But we have to remember that there are forces at work that we can't see mm-hmm. and that we can't control. Mm-hmm. And that just like any earthly abuser, right? Like the enemy wants us separated from our support system. He wants us separated from our tribe. So anything that he can do to cause disunity, like that catty, petty yeah. women behavior, yes, is furthering his agenda. So when we find ourselves in that situation, like take a look at the pattern, right? Is this woman like catty and petty toward you all the time? If that's the case, maybe we take a step back from her, okay? But if it's not, like, okay, this is something's happening here that I don't yeah. understand. So I'm going to get some clarity. I'm going to figure out why she would say or do that because that's not quite on brand. And I'm just going to believe that there's something bigger happening because this isn't her. Right. That's, that's this is not what I know. I love that. And that's the whole live curiously thing that we mm-hmm. talked about last season is stop and ask questions. If you feel hurt in any way, in any situation, mm-hmm. or offended, or wronged or betrayed just stop and ask a lot of questions yeah and you'll usually find something you can explore there Mm -hmm. um so i love that you talked about the fight like remember where the fight is Mm -hmm. this is the warrior series (laughs) i have a german shepherd trying to ruin our whole production because he's in the fight y'all he wants to be a warrior (laughs) oh lord um but no i love the idea of remembering where the fight is because the fight is against 
evil. It always is. In every movie. That's why we love cinema so much in the entertainment world is because it's good versus evil. Mm-hmm. And and there is a, a point where the good, you're not sure if it's going to prevail. Like it's failing mm-hmm. and there's weaknesses and it's falling apart. And sometimes the good guys are actually making it worse. And then all yeah. of a sudden in this like clutch moment in the climax all the good comes together against this one evil force. Mm-hmm. Even if the good aren't getting along, like some of the funny ones are like the two good people are really at each other, yep. but they end up coming together. The whole sacrificial thing happens and it's like this big team and then everything works out okay. Mm-hmm. So I am looking at this in the terms of like this big team of women just on the prowl to attack evil. Good prevails. The spiritual warfare can actually, we can reform what that means to us. So instead of spiritual warfare, meaning, you know, religion against religion, Christian against Christian, the spiritual warfare like that, it can mean like we are in battle, we're in a war, all of us good together. Mm -hmm. And um, I did want to read, I know I I hate reading on the podcast because it's hard, but there's just this little tiny little, just a tiny (laughs) little paragraph. It's the little one I just want to say. Because in this book, Fierce Faith by Allie Worthington, I think she just puts it so well. She talks about how she was shy. Like she's not a fighter. She wants everyone to get along. Mm -hmm. She does not want to saddle up and put on any kind of armor. And, you know, it's easy for people who are fighters don't know who those people are (laughs) not me but yeah for us fighters it's easy to be like i'm getting my sword we're going to battle saddle up and we rally right yeah the shyer introverted people are like can i just can i like plan the war and then (laughs) you go fight it (laughs) i don't want to be on the front lines (laughs) right so So she's talking about how she was that shy, not a fighter person. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe there are, there are, pl- that's why in every army there's in- the intel, there's the special ops. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, you got to find what fits you better, what you're yeah. good at. So in every war, we need the shy people that are smart and that help us plan. And then we need the people that don't like to think and they just like to get after it yeah. like me. I mean, if you had an army full of either side, right? You had an army full of planners. And nothing gets done. So we're all just sitting in the tents, both sides in the tents. Nothing's happening. It's all planned, though. We're just, it's ready. We're ready, but nothing's happening. But then if you have an army full of all the extroverted, let's go. Everybody's everywhere. All the things are happening at once. Probably everyone dies. It's, yeah. Nobody it's prevails. Chaos. So find yourself an extrovert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why we need each other. Um, so she writes in this very last paragraph of her whole book, which is like, so perfect. She says, stay strong, stay close to Jesus, find courageous battle buddies and lock arms and hearts and join the fight. Stand tall, great women of God. You are clothed with strength and dignity. You can laugh bravely at the days to come. And that's the secret. That's how we live brave and unafraid. And that's how this little scared girl learned to fight. Isn't that cute? I love that. So that's Fierce Faith by Allie Worthington. I love it. And then of course, to close out our episode... I have this really cute little pot that my kids made me. If Oh, there's spider webs on it. Don't look at that. <laughs> Nobody look. So those of you listening to the podcast, you're not seeing me pick out these spider webs. Um, so just pretend it didn't happen. But if you want to see me pick out spider webs, go to our YouTube channel and watch the video version of this podcast. <laughs> it's very fun. Um, but they made me this really cute 
pine cone lavender plant. I love it. And they put my favorite Proverbs 31, 25 through 38 on it. And it says, where does it start? (laughs) It says, oh my gosh. Okay. Nope. I don't know. It must be that. Well, we'll just start here. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Isn't that pretty? It's beautiful. I love it. Anyway, so... We can use the Bible to inspire us, and we can use each other to fight what's really worth fighting. Mm -hmm. And that's the moral of my story today. Spiritual warfare against each other should not even be a thing. Yeah. Spiritual warfare is what we should be combining to fight against what really needs to be fought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my call to action is fight. (laughs) Find a battle buddy and fight to the ends of the earth for... Everything that's good. Yeah. I would add to that just like identify who you are and what your strengths are because we are not all meant to do the same thing, right? That's just, we don't need that kind of redundancy. And also like we're all, we're not all meant to get along either. Like I can, I can love you over there (laughs) if need be. And same to me. Like I'm, you know, so... If you have a battle buddy, great. Otherwise, let her fight her fight over there. Right. And you do your thing. You don't need to fight each other. Yeah. So. I love that. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We have one more episode of our Warrior series, I think. think a couple. Or a couple. Probably seven. You'll find out. Four or seven, (laughs) three. Probably like two. I don't know. But we love you. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. I am so glad we got to connect on this podcast. It's been an honor. And I wanted to give you some more resources. We have a website called reclaimjournal.com where you can look at more skills and tools, including coaching sessions, brain spotting sessions, and the Reclaim Journal. These podcasts are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. So we will be having some ads. However, we do have an ad-free option. So if you would like to subscribe, not only will you get ad-free podcasts, but you'll also get bonus content episodes. We'll see you next week.